Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about the pros and cons of Node and how to answer this question in the interview. You're in the interview, and the interviewer asks you, what are the pros and cons of Node? And instantly, you start sweating bullets. Why is that, right? It seems like a pretty simple question, but if it's not one you've prepared for, well, it's about to be a really hard question, and that's because you generally want to come with facts to this question. You want to sound knowledgeable, right? This is where your expertise lies. You talked about it on your resume, so this is a great place to show it. And this is often where people potentially have the expertise but don't show it always because they haven't been, they're not prepared to talk about the good and the bad of language that they put on their resume. Any language you put on your resume is totally acceptable to be asked questions on about this. So if you give me Python, I'm gonna ask you the pros and cons of it potentially. If you give me Java, what are the pros and cons of Java? This goes for any language. We'll do other videos here in the future on different languages. But for now, this one's all gonna be about Node.js. Let's talk about some specifics first on how we want to answer this. First off, we wanna come with related experiences. Cause anytime we're gonna give a point, whether it's on the pro or con side, a related experience in life is gonna make it that much more impactful for you to talk about. So if it's something on the pro of how iterative node is and you have a use case where you built out some application and you were able to show statistics on how you were answering users this much faster because you switched over node potentially a real life experience will do wonders for the impact of your answer second thing we want to come with facts and potential examples not examples like we we're just talking about in the real world but examples maybe of code snippets you've seen or heard about or maybe talks you've seen. Maybe it's some type of Kyle Simpson talk or something of that nature. Facts about exactly what's going on, whether it was an asynchronous or synchronous and what does that mean and how does the event loop work. Like you need to come with facts on how this stuff works. Third thing, the don'ts. In our answer, there's things we don't want to do. We don't want to take the easy road first and foremost. Like no matter what you do, do not take a cop out. Now I know there's some answers that are easy that need to be said that are like, duh, obvious answers, but don't take the cop out and in, for example, something like this, don't just say, because it's JavaScript. Node.js is fantastic because it's JavaScript. That is one of the worst things you could do. Yes, you can talk about JavaScript later in your answer, but don't just leave it at, it's because it's JavaScript, it's great. You do something on the front and the back and everything's great. No, no, that's the first don't. Don't do that. Do not take the easy way out. Also, do not lie about things you're about to make up. Better yet, if you don't know anything about it, don't say it at all because it will be found out and it will be heard and you will instantly lose credibility with your interviewer. Now, maybe you get lucky and the interviewer is not technical and has no idea what they're asking. Sure, maybe. But it's not worth the risk because far too often I have people come in and boast about things that aren't exactly true. And then when I hit them with a question later on in the coding interview because I know they were boasting about it and they can't answer it, it's really obvious. So be to the point. Fourth, if you don't know an answer, be honest and truthful. Or like if you don't have a good answer, you haven't studied, maybe you can't come out to mind, be honest with the interviewer. Tell them what you're thinking. 
tell them where you're coming from, give them something to go on, but be honest and upfront of like, I'm really stuck on this question. I haven't thought about this too much lately. I know I use it for X, Y, and Z, and it benefits me this way, and I've run into these potential problems, but I don't have any good real life experiences, no hard facts, no examples to give you. Um, this is what I know. So if you do get in trouble, pull the ripcord and use number four. Now I wanna make sure I give you some pros and cons in this video, because this one's all about Node.js. So let's give you these pros and cons. First pro, it's an asynchronous event-driven IO, which helps with concurrent requests. Another pro, it's all about JavaScript, right? And you see though that I'm, I'm saying this in the second one, in the second one, because this, this now is not the easy way out. Yes, it's still a true thing to say, and it's a duh answer, like, oh yeah, duh, it's JavaScript. But I put it specifically behind the second. Don't put it as the first one, it just doesn't look good. But yes, everything's in JavaScript. So everything you can do on the client, you can also reuse potentially in the server if need be or vice versa. Third thing, NPM is a huge pro for Node.js because it has actually overtaken other package management systems as the most popular in the world because of all of the free open source code out there. It's absolutely fantastic. There's a ton of great libraries out there for everyone to use. And a lot of people are giving back and it's a way for people to share and collaborate. And it makes the Node community that much stronger and more vibrant so that when you're using it, well, you have a lot of support and a lot of documentation out there. Another one of my favorite answers here for a pro is talking about how Node is really good with short iterative requests to handle things on smaller applications. And especially if it's like a single database call back and forth, or it's a simple calculation, a login, log out, short iterative requests, Node handles really fantastically and can scale that really easily. Let's talk about the other end of the spectrum, cons. First con, Node does not scale well by default. Now there is clustering and you can do some things to scale and get them to work together. And if you build your app in certain ways, it will scale. But by default, Node is not easily scalable. It's one CPU and that's it. Second con, it stinks at CPU intensive tasks. Do not ever try to make it create large scale files, go through huge files, deal with big data. It just won't do well. It, it's not what it's there for. It will run out of memory quicker than you can blink. It's not good with these CPU type of intensive tasks. Third, asynchronous versus synchronous. What do I mean, right? Because that can also be a pro because you kind of have the choice if you want to be asynchronous or synchronous. But the reason why I say it's con is more often than not developers don't do well with knowing the difference of when they're running into an asynchronous versus synchronous error issue where they've written some type of code and it's actually asynchronous but they really think it's synchronous and it's not and they can't debug their code very well and it just becomes a con because also it's not it's not readable like oh it says async right there and sync right there it, it doesn't just work like that so it's a bit harder to work with and people often than not screw it up so I'm gonna put it as a con. Fourth, unhandled exceptions. Now, <clears throat> right, every language has their ability to do unhandled exceptions, unhandled uh, rejections, things of that nature. But particularly in Node, a majority of people do not know how to use the unhandled exception errors. And so if you built out an API, more than likely if I toss some crazy stuff at it and I can cause an error, 
the server will crash and just stop. And if you haven't put a process manager in place, you haven't put redundancies in place, you haven't done the things proper, more often than not, people run into issues. And it becomes a big con because not everyone does great with unhandled error exceptions because they don't know how to handle them properly and they don't know how to get the machine to restart. And there's a lot of things that go into that, but I see it as a con because it's not easily well known to the audience how to properly handle them to keep your machine up and running. Because in Node, by default, it will crash and just stay crashed, which makes life tough. If you start talking and bringing all these things together and all this information, it's absolutely key if you can relate to any of these I've talked about and have a real world example of how you saw the security and quality control for yourself go bad. If you saw how you know asynchronous um, concurrent calls made your app go that much faster compared to what you're whatever you were on before, that's huge. If then you take this information, you have some facts behind it, you have more examples of how to use it or how it's been used or things in uh, the community, absolutely key. Now, with these things I said, don't ever lie on any of them. If you can't remember them, don't make them up and just say, oh yeah, no, like, I'll just leave it at that. Don't make any of them up. And if none of these ever come to mind in an interview, be upfront with what you know, be honest, don't BS because it will be found out. This is the pros and cons of Node.js. If you have any questions, leave a comment down below or reach out. We'll see you guys in the next video.